Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It is Monday, and unfortunately, uh, we're coming off another loss. It seems like the Bucks of 2014, and, and the way they uh, looked yesterday, uh, a lot of a lot of silly turnovers, a lot of just mistakes overall. Uh, but this is real Bucks talk, brought to you by Bucks Report and the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michael Plus. I am finally back. As I'm joined by always my good man, Mark Ramirez, who was holding it down. Uh, so thank you. I want to thank you, Robert Green. Also, thank you to uh, uh, Gene Thomas, as always, stepping in for me. So much appreciated. But Mark, how are we doing? Uh, obviously, could be on better terms, but another yeah, loss. I mean, <laughs> another loss. I mean, still, it's another game where I thought, what the hell? We should come back. We should win this game. It should be something where it's an afterthought and it's something where we need to work on little things. But of course, this is a lot of stuff. Like we kept saying this during the game, Robert Green and I went over every little aspect of the game that happened that caused a loss. The offense doing diddly poo and Jim Mora seniors uh, words, diddly poo for quarter damn near half of a game and expecting to come back in the end to win the game. And then, Fans expecting or blaming the defense. Oh, they didn't hold enough. I mean, yeah, they allowed 29 points, but shit. How many short fields were there? Yes, the first interception wasn't necessarily an interception. Should have been a fumble. Second one, all on Brady. And Brady's just as pissed off as anyone because he's the one that walked off on the damn um, post-game press conference. So there's a lot of stuff that we talked about during the last live stream. It was very forward, very just progressive thinking and just things that people needed to think about. And people even said, Robert Green, you're crazy. Offense is stacked. Number one, they're going to be great. And look what happens. We scored 19 points. The number one heralded offense did jack shit against a defense that was ranked 32nd, 32nd against the pass. What happened there? I mean, no no one knows really until Coach's film comes out, but it was funny that we talked on every little point and all of it came to fruition literally days after. But (laughs) Other than that, I mean, I was upset, yeah. I still assumed we should have won the game, and I thought we were. But some of the things we're going to talk about with uh, some of the writing, reporting from it, eh, not necessarily true, but what what is your takes? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're you're just joining us, you know, the Buccaneers uh, lost yesterday to the Washington football team by the score of 29 to 19. Uh, The Bucs dropped to six and three. It's it's the first time this year they've dropped back to back games. Uh, And 
it's just it's kind of uh it was just very surprising because you're coming off a bye you expect the uh the team to be ready to go and in the first snap of the game you jump off sides and it's like okay <laughs> here we go you know we are definitely not ready um and there's been a lot of interesting takes over you know the last 24 hours about this team's just i guess attitude or approach um very seeming like you know very nonchalant like oh we got this in the bag um you know just their body language uh mm-hmm. and that was you know that was some report you know dave moore talked about that on on the radio i heard so just uh where is where's the accountability that we talk about you know penalties i think the the bucks lead are second and 20 with 27 pre-snap penalties which is terrible like you just can't have that and it just shows like certain players on this team are not comprehending or they continue to make the same mistakes, but you know, it was just, it was just a poor effort. Um, and you got to give credit to Washington. They did a very good job of, you know, executing what they needed to made some big time throws, made some plays and just wanted it more. It, it seemed like than the, than the bucks did. Yeah. So another thing, discipline, that was the big thing that mm-hmm. you just mentioned. We don't have any of it. And that was the, what we supposedly practiced for two weeks. Didn't look like it. I kind of on purposely said it over and over. And I put that funny uh, clip from kindergarten cop. No, not kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Kindergarten cop. Yeah. Yeah. You lock discipline. We do. <laughs> We're a bunch of damn kids out there. Yeah. And entitled kids thinking that because we won the Super Bowl last year, it's going to be an easy path right back down. And I said it after the game. Look at how the Washington football team celebrated after they beat us. Heineke, it looked like he just had his newborn baby, won the championship, uh, won a million dollars, won the lottery, all in one second because they beat the Buccaneers. Do the Bucs have that much urgency, that much fire when they play? No. It comes in spurts and it looks easy as shit when it is. Mm -hmm. They don't do it. And then, like I was saying, the last two dry or the last – two third downs before they got to the goal line was insane. Humphrey's effort to get to the, the catch and make a catch before falling out of bounds. And then um, McLaren catching the ball and getting rocked by Whitehead still maintaining a catch. Those are effort plays. Bucks mm-hmm. tried hard. The other team tried harder. Bucks aren't doing that right now. And that's the problem. That's the biggest thing I see. Yeah, I think, and like you said, there's just way too many lapses that that occur. It seems like, you know, one drive, the focus can be there. We can execute it. No penalties, you know, just go right down the field. That's what happened with the uh, the Cam Brate uh, touchdown, uh, where you know execution was pretty good. They moved the football, they got a touchdown. Um, kind of same thing with Mike Evans. I think that I think the Mike Evans was on a short field to to begin with. Uh, maybe both of them were, but. I know they were in good field position uh, for both those touchdowns, but it just goes to show you, okay, we executed this play, understanding the matchup, so we went to the right matchup. Now, I, I would have to see this on game film, but what I've seen so far, there was some definitely missed opportunities uh, out there from you know reading the field. Brady maybe getting a little too much check down happy uh, with Leonard Fournette, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there's... You know, obviously there's adjustments that need to be made because, <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously adjustments need to be need to be taken place because you're, you know you're facing a lot of cover two. 
That's what teams are going to do to us. They're going to play a soft cover two shell where they're going to allow you to go underneath. Well, why are we not attacking the underneath with our playmakers that can make things happen? Um, instead of know, just Fournette? Yeah, instead of just Fournette. I mean, Fournette, I mean, give him credit. He did some good things. He ran over a dude. Uh, that's good to see. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you got to run some different options to get these guys moving east and west and and stretch the field a little bit. You know, make them take play the whole, you know, sideline to sideline. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, yes, people are playing us deep because that's what we like to do, throw the ball deep. You're going to tell me underneath isn't open. It's not just Fournette, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Give me anyone, Tyler Johnson dragging across the field, Chris Godwin with a short pass, OJ with a short screen. Whatever happened to those? Where's the play calling that knows how to use your guys properly? OJ is a beast at that. We saw it against the Eagles where he looked like he was finally coming back and his legs back. Where the hell did that happen? Where'd that go? Where's the creativity of that? You made a team that is terrible against the pass look like the Bears, 85 Bears. I don't get it. Like some, some of this is player urgency, hustle, just w- will want to, but some of it's also play calling. Like let's get some play calls where, oh, let's get a mismatch. Let's not just look for Evans deep or mm-hmm. Chris Godwin deep or just Chris Godwin's little screen every time. It's getting repetitive. People are starting to learn it. Do mm-hmm. something else. Do the screen to the opposite side to someone else. What do you know? It's going to work. You just you got to be a little bit more creative. And I don't agree with this point right here. TB12 Goatman, the team is missing AB and Gronk. Bad. No, I, that's a sob story to me. Mm-hmm. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, OJ, Brate, Leonard Fournette, Tyler Johnson. The weapons are not an issue. Mm-hmm. It's when you start using those weapons and execution of those weapons, that's the problem. Yeah. And if you look across the league, I mean, okay, no one has the the skill set that we have, but they're still executing offense. They're still executing at a high level. They're still scoring points. And it just, it's mind boggling that our offense can't do the same things where they're scheming players open. They're getting, you know, the matchups they're executing at, you know, just really efficient level. And for whatever reason, the Bucks uh, tend to struggle to do that. And I'm not sure exactly if it's just coaching, if it's players, all of the above. But something has to get on the same page, especially when they go on the road. It, it seems like this team, now it could be the matchups that they've had on the road so far, but when they're at home, completely different animal on offense, obviously. But yeah, I mean, something's got to change. The protection for the most part, I thought was okay. It got, I think it got better as the game went on. Uh, obviously, I think Marpet struggled a little bit in the first half against Jonathan Allen. But other than that, I mean, protection was there. There was opportunities to go downfield, and it seemed like, you know, Brady wasn't really reading the entire field like he usually does uh, where he had some opportunities. But, again, it could go into the game plan, and it seems like that's what B.A. was talking about. And then you look at Tom Brady's press conference, he was very upset uh, it just seems like they're not on the same page, especially going into this one. I mean, let's break it about break it down by the numbers. Tom Brady, another lackluster day, 220 yards. What is that? Two touchdowns, two interceptions. We mentioned earlier, probably should have just been one. Mm-hmm. But that is not a Tom Brady, Tim Bay Buccaneer offense day. It just isn't. Lack of running the ball, because why? You're down 13-0 immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately. This is like... 
back in the day where we, we shoot ourselves in foot always over and over and expect the offense to come back. It's, it's tough to do that. You can't keep doing that. I mean, look what the Patriots are. We always refer to the Patriots and giving credit to Belichick. They're not making mistakes. They're letting their guys play, not shooting themselves in the foot. And then guess what happens? Quicksand. The other team keeps making mistakes because they're trying to force something and landslide victory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Start doing that, Bucks. Don't let the other team, don't give away the game. Make them earn it. You're you're way better than any other team. You just got to prove it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. It it, it hurts, uh, you know, like you said, especially when the first three possessions and like, you know, they did. Uh, and then you have Washington offense just continuing to move the ball, even though they were only scoring, you know, field goals at the time, but they were starting to move the ball. The Bucks defense struggled mightily on third down, couldn't get anything to, you know, work the, the, the offense for the football team, they didn't punt till the second half. So yeah. it, it was definitely not good. I think they scored what on their first four possessions. So at that point, I mean, it's, it's tough. They did a good job of like bending, but not breaking, but you got to get some, you know, third down stops and the, the defense just couldn't do it uh, consistently. And obviously we saw that in the fourth quarter where they had a 11 minute drive or whatever. So uh, makes it tough, you know, offensively, you only have 48 snaps, but if you get off to a better start than you did, obviously the game could be much different. Yeah. So that's one thing I want to kind of touch on in here. So a big story on Buccaneers.com top three takeaways from tip Bay versus Washington football team. What do we go through? There weren't enough chances on offense to be successful. Okay. So when you have opportunities, how about taking advantage of them? Don't give it away. That's the biggest thing I'm kind of pushing away today, like harping on today. Mm-hmm. That was everyone's big issue with Jameis Winston. Why are we giving the ball away? Give credit to Jalen Darden for that fumble slash interception. But Tom Brady telegraphing a throw, he himself is pissed off about it. <laughs> this can't happen. This is two weeks in a row of just lackluster play, not up to par. And it's something after a bye week you think would have been cleaned up against a team that sucked. You can say this sucked against the pass. You just didn't, you didn't do it. So yeah. I uh, just, it, you know, against an, an average team and, and at best, you know, they're two and six. They're the opposite record of what we were at six and two. And, you know, it, it just, it seems like there should have been a lot better preparation from the start and being ready to go, um, you know, at, at the beginning of this game, because, you you have a false start penalty and then you don't get you know anything after that ends up punting next possession obviously you have the Jalen Darden interception but you know the play before that Leonard Fournette drops a pass it's like where's where's the focus um you know just the urgency like you said is just it doesn't seem like it's there um at all times it'll be there for a brief moment and then it's gone uh so something's something's got to change where these guys need to you know look themselves in the mirror and start playing to the level that they're capable of and that's all things we talked about and last the bye weeks to looking forward to Washington football team live stream i mean mm-hmm. guys if you want to check it out robert green and i really talked it up and literally hit on everything we'll talk about the defense later but the offense is the biggest problem in my opinion because 
They, they should be scoring way more than 19 points a game. It should be at least 30. So if you think about it, we should have had 30 to 29. We win the game. <laughs> yeah. You can't give away the ball that many times. And the time of possession should never be that way. Ever. And you wonder why the defense is giving up because they're on the field too many damn times because the offense isn't on the field. Uh, three and outs. Boom, boom. Like I, I missed the first drive of the game because I guess when I turned back my clocks, I turned it off like five minutes off. <laughs> I, I thought I thought the Washington football team got the ball first. But no, we're just quick three and out. I couldn't believe it. Like the, the offense is the biggest issue, in my opinion, even though Bucks lost Vita Vea, which not for the season, luckily. We'll talk about that later, but they, they just need to do better. They need to be the ones carrying the team because they have everyone. They have the best decision maker. Play like you're supposed to play. I mean, it... it Right. How many times you need to get slapped across the face to wake the hell up? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I think, you know, looking at it on the other side, yeah, the defense has to be better. Sure. Um, you don't want to see them giving up 30, but you take away the turnovers from the offense, then obviously it's a much different game. So it, it, it it's all complimentary football. That's what we're looking for. Offense has to help your defense. Defense has to help your offense. And and to be fair, I mean, the defense did. They they did help the offense um, in, in a big moment. You know, Levante David gets that turnover. We score on that turnover, I believe, made yeah. the game close. I think it was 19 to 23. So they gave, they gave the offense opportunities uh, to get back in it and then you know, obviously the defense couldn't get a stop there in the last whatever, how many minutes. Uh, but I mean, when you look at the strengths of this team, offense is is the powerhouse. They should be uh, and they should be leading this team and helping this defense that is, you know, struggling with injuries across the board. Uh, the secondary was so beat up. It looks like Richard Sherman, I don't think is going to come back, uh, you know, so there's just a lot of stuff there at all i i don't think he i don't think his body is is uh holding up i mean they don't know when he's going to come back if he does come back it'll probably be late in the year but at that time you'll probably have carlton davis you'll probably have sean murphy bunting back all those guys and pretty much he'll be i think turned into a coach slash player and hey he did pretty good when he was the coach so yeah i mean a couple more things on offense before we jump over to the defense, so I'm a good point. Where was it? it? Was earlier here. It was about. I want to give them credit. Oh, here we go. I don't know why the hell they didn't use Evans in the slot more. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> use your players yeah. better. I mean, yeah, they that, have to. I mean, I was gonna say that, that utilizing OJ as a screen, Bright as a screen, anyone else besides Godwin as a screen would have worked, but they just. For some reason, beat themselves. A lot of it, I literally said it during the game. It's not the other team beating us. It's us beating us. It's always going to be that. Every game you think about it, it's going to be us. This is probably going to be the worst loss of the year at 10. I mean, I know the Rams was pretty damn bad. Mm-hmm. I think now, moving forward, it's probably going to be the worst loss of the year. Right. The Rams are a good team. This is this should not have happened. So, the Saints, they're a good overall team. The Washington football team. Or best, like you said. But mm. go ahead. Yeah, I mean, offensively, and we we touched on it. They they have to be more creative. You you said that, and then also, you know, just being more 
got to be more pass heavy, I think, especially on first down. You have to set yourself up for more success to get into second and short, third and mediums. Uh, for whatever reason, the Bucks have been really good at second and long and even third and long this year, but you just can't rely on that going forward, especially when a lot of these teams are going to play that cover two you know, type of defense where they're going to drop back, make you throw it underneath. That works when you're in third and long situations uh, because not everybody, a, you know, AKA Leonard Fournette can make a guy miss. Um, maybe you should use Gio Bernard in that situation and see if he can make someone miss or, you know, someone else out of the backfield, but that's, you know, that's here or there, you know, nowhere there, but, <laughs> you know, looking at, looking at Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans, you have those two guys utilize them in some type of different routes. And, and maybe Chris Godwin wasn't a hundred percent yesterday, you know, dealing with that foot, but you still have Mike. I mean, try to find him going across the field, use him going East and West. It doesn't have to be, a vertical route every single time, uh, you know, use those pick plays, the meshes, the, the drags, all those different kinds of concepts where you're getting those linebackers to go all the way, you know, to the left or to the right and stretch their zone coverage. Once you stretch their zone coverage, then you can go over the top behind them in between the safeties, you know, stuff like that, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff could work against a cover two shell. And it really shouldn't be that hard to uh, beat as we've seen other teams do it consistently. Yeah. It, a lot of it is very much fixable though. It's not a personnel yeah. issue. It's not at all that. Right. We have everything you can ever want for on an offense. So people that think it's a Gronk and a B missing thing. No, it's not. It's how are you using, how are you utilizing them? And are they executing? They aren't. And when they do, it's very short lived. And then it's back to, inconsistent that's got that's got to change this late in the season's got to change and mm. what's guess what if all the only thing i'm asking to get better at is tom brady a guy that knows what the hell to do greatest mm. leader there is i'm pretty confident in that changing and everything getting better as the season goes on right when he gets angry things don't get good for the other team so i'm confident in that and yeah they need to listen to tom brady and Tom Brady and BA and Leftwich need to get together and understand each other a little bit again. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think, you know, Tom did get hit a little bit early in the game and maybe zero that sacks, zero, zero sacks. sacks. Yeah. I mean, he just, he got hit a couple of times and for whatever reason, it just seemed like the focus was to throw it, you know, short every time underneath, you know, Tom just was getting rid of the ball as fast as he could. He wasn't really holding, uh, to make his reads, there's only a couple of times where he did it. You know, the one downfield to Jalen Darden on the sideline, um, and then there's another one, obviously, to Mike Evans for the touchdown. Yeah. But it just seemed like there was opportunities there down the field, but we just didn't take those shots. Um, so again, I have to look. We'll both look, you know, back on the all 22 and put that in our analysis for this week uh, for the film studies. Uh, but. You know, and, and I see in the comments a lot of people talking about 49ers being the Rams. Well, right. first of all, the, the 49ers have an excellent run game. That's the that's the Rams defense's weakness. So they know how to run the football, and the Rams can't stop the run. So you look at it that way, that's why they're beating them. And then the 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 49ers have a very good pass rush. And unfortunately, the Bucks do not right now at the moment. We don't have right. a pass rush, and it's um 
you know, it's either blitz and get there with Devin White or it's really nothing else at all. Um, so just not a good pass rush. And yeah, you could say, hey, they got what five, six sacks yesterday, but a lot of that was because Heineke was holding on to the Hold football f- yeah. Yeah, forever. So I mean, I want to talk about more about the the defense, but I want to mm-hmm. say one other thing because Danny Danello is in the chat and he's spitting fire. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta answer this. I got I to answer this. He says, if you don't think missing A.B. and Gronk hurts an offense that can't seem to catch the ball, you're crazy, Mark. <laughs> Not sour grapes. That's reality. Evan slows up in traffic or grows alligator arms. So call me crazy. A.B. has dropped plenty of balls. I mean, plenty of balls going from Brady's hand into his. Gronk, I love him. He needs to stay on the field. Guess what? He's not on the field. You still have plenty of other guys that can catch the ball. Don't. It's not just catching a ball; it's execution. Believe it or not, Brady misses guys, mm-hmm. or he throws behind them, or he telegraphs a throw. It's plain as day to see when you look at the film. And then other times, he's making amazing, incredible throws. You're like, how the hell is this guy doing this? That's why he is the goat. But he's not perfect. The execution, whether it be him or the receivers not being on the same page. It's a group. It's not just one individual guy. They all need to work together. I can say this because A.B. and Gronk aren't on the on the team or on the field right now, but there's plenty of other guys who can do it. And that's not a credit to the guys that are on the field. It's the coaching. They're utilizing the guys that are on the field. Don't get mad at the guys that aren't on or Brady not hitting the right guys. If he's not finding the right guys at the right time, it's because coaches aren't setting them up properly. That's mm-hmm. what you got to think about. It's not just about who's on the field. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the Washington football team beat the shit out of us, and they don't have anywhere near the amount of talent we do. So it's not about talent. How are no. you using, how are utilizing it? Are they executing? That's what you need to look at. Yeah, exactly. It's it's all how you utilize your players, um, how you get them open, how do you create that space and separation, help out your <laughs> offensive talent to, you know, to uh, to make plays, um, and also help your quarterback out. Now, again, this offense can be very difficult on the quarterback. It can also be difficult for the receivers because there's a lot of option routes and a lot of timing, a lot of that stuff involved. So that's why you see at times like where, you know, the the ball thrown over the middle to Mike Evans and unfortunately it's intercepted, you know, stuff like that can happen uh, from time to time. I mean, beating a dead horse, the offense needs to just clean things up and execute that's a strong word not just discipline but execution that's the biggest one yeah uh let's move over to the defense i want to talk about this first because to me it's the biggest positive that came out of this sadly this is a positive buccaneers nose tackle vita vea was diagnosed with a bone bruise and a slight mcl sprain after his mri vea may miss time but avoided a more serious injury than initially feared so there's that hopefully he comes back soon he's dealt with this Slight issue before. And cornerback, there you go. Richard Sherman is not expected back anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just talking injuries, that, that was a scary one. Not that he was done because he got carted off. But luckily yeah. he's not. And then defense, I'll let you jump on that. Well, first, I mean, Vita Vea, that's, uh, that's a big-time relief. Uh, thankfully, he's got a lot of uh, a meat, you know, around that, that, <laughs> that knee. And, you know, it's well-protected. So... You know, that's good. I'm just glad, you know, those ligaments, they held on, they, they stretched a little bit, but they did not tear. Uh, so that's, that's really good news, uh, because defense without him, uh, it's, um, 
it's uh, it's scary <laughs> but uh yeah. but you know defensively you know banged up secondary and then you have a pass rush that was i guess getting production but not really winning one-on-one matchups i mean and it's something that that needs to change going forward especially if you're gonna play like they did where they rushed a lot of four-man you know uh units and played coverage which they should do because they don't have the secondary right now um in place to play like a, you know on an island and do all the exotic blitzes that they want to do um even though they did them at times with Devin white and it worked uh for the most part you know besides him running or overrunning his plays from time to time but yeah the pass rush i think it, it all starts right there that's where it has to get better it has to improve shaq barrett needs to start winning one-on-ones jpp needs to win one-on-ones joe tryon needs to play more um gotta gotta do a lot of different things up front uh to start being more successful yeah i mean so that that's part of it so we got five to six sacks if it was six or not but that's good it's good and all but if you saw during the money down third down they drop back that's something todd bulls does do a lot which is sad the first mm-hmm. two he likes to blitz third down he drops back especially on third and long it's yeah. like you know, maybe be a little bit more aggressive, get the ball out of the quarterback's hand, tackle, come up and tackle. Yeah. Uh, we had opportunities where we had, oppor- you know, to make the tackle, we missed the tackle. And then, <laughs> you they know, go for a fourth and fourth down, and they can convert. Right. And it's <laughs> like you had a couple, I think it was like third and eights, so third and twelves, where they would just throw it short. And one of our guys is just completely whiff. And they end up getting the first down. So stuff like that has to be better. And it, it starts with assignment sound football, being disciplined and executing what you're supposed to do, not trying to do too much. Too many guys are trying to go for the head hunt, um, you know, the hard hit, the force fumble. You know, only let Levante do that because he always gets it done, <laughs> you know, when he goes for the the punch out, uh, it seems like. But anyone else, they're completely whiffing or missing. Um, so that's got to stop and change, but it all starts up with the big guys. They got to get after the quarterback more consistently. If you're going to do that type of coverage. Yeah. And it, it's sad to see, I mean, your front four, usually you think about it, Shaq, JBP, Vita Vesu, that should get in. Why it was, it wasn't getting in consistently. I don't know. I mean, there were plenty of times where there was no, no pressure. It was all day to throw and Heineke would literally not see anything and then run himself. Yeah. That's sad. The secondary is doing their job and the front four can't do it. That's not, it's not Levin working as one. Everyone right. gets mad at the secondary. Front four ain't doing their job, but how the hell they expected to cover for five to seven seconds? It's hard. Mm-hmm. The other team's pretty damn good too. Doesn't matter if they're not Mike yeah. Evans, Chris Godwin, AB. And the but funny uh, thing, funny thing is they did it at times and got six sacks because of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's inconsistency. You know, right. But, well, but my, my thing is two of those sacks were Devin White. And then you don't use them on third down. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? The best guy, yeah. the hottest guy you have. Why aren't you yeah, using cover. them? Yeah. Don't let them cover. Well, not just that, but like use them at that moment. Get them in those A gaps nonstop. Make that quarterback thinking, oh, I got to get this ball out fast, especially on third down. Why? Why are we not doing that? I don't know. And then do a stunt because of it. Easy picking. So sometimes on third down, I just don't understand why we play so safe and then give up first downs like mm-hmm. when you can play balls of the walls in first and second and then you do that shit on third i don't don't understand that yeah but uh um, doesn't make sense 
But before we keep moving on, this is actually a good point. Even Dan Danello agreed with it. I want to say this correctly. Plus, help me out. Mm-hmm. Topacio? Topacio? Sounds good. Yeah. So the Patriots are getting back because of coaching and correct thinking, and Bucks are getting worse because of weak coaching and scheming. I fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. Fully agree with that. Correct thinking and no turnovers. Right. No, I, I agree too because you, you look at it, we're – what we're nine games in now. So teams have a lot of footage on you. They have, um, you know, a lot of things to go off of. There's tendencies in place. So teams are going to scheme, you know, appropriately uh, towards that. And it, and it seems like the Bucks are just not making the right adjustments or doing the right things. Like, you know, he said, uh, and that's leading to inconsistent play, especially on the road. And something's got to change going forward i don't know if it will like some of them are saying in the chat just gotta hope these guys start playing like they're capable of and obviously you know take advantage of of what the talent you have in front of you and i'm sure they're going to do it i mean i know a lot of people hear fire bowls or fire day (laughs) all that stuff i mean we're saying this all last year too i mean with the lack of play action before the the bye week Mm-hmm. They do a lot of play action, but what, what are the routes happening after you do play action? So they, you got to work together with this. It can't be just blindly, okay, we run play action. It's going to be a great play. <laughs> I mean, teams are daring us to run the ball and we don't run it. I just, I don't get it. I mean, Danny's saying bucks are regressing. It may look like it at this current state, but when they start hitting three, four five games in a row again, people are going to be like, oh, we're on top of the world. <laughs> the talent is there. It's not an issue. The coaching is there. It's just not consistent. Todd Bowles, this, this is the same defense that stopped um, Pat Mahomes and then the offense over there held him to nine points. It's the same exact guys. Yes, there's a couple injuries, especially in the back end, but the back end actually didn't look terrible right. at points. Other teams are firing on all cylinders because that's their Super Bowl every time. You got to raise your level of play. You got to raise your standard and they aren't doing that. They're not bringing their A game every time. Mm-hmm. Bring your A game. You're scoring 40 points a game. And the defense should be getting by because the offense should be helping. There's no complimentary football going on at all, in my opinion. And blame bowls. The whole damn defense gets tired when your offense sucks ass and they <laughs> give the ball away. So yeah, keep pointing fingers, but look at it as a whole. Why is it that the defense is getting shit on? Is mm-hmm. it just because they're all out there so goddamn long? Or is it because they truly suck? Like, you can't expect them to be 100% the whole time when they had no time to rest. But Right. Hey, yeah, I think what, there's, what, <laughs> six, 60 minutes in a football game. And I think Washington had it for 40 minutes of the game. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Defense should be superb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. And, and obviously, you know, defense still had a lot of opportunities to get off the field. They couldn't do it. Um, so, again, that's where... They have to be better in terms of the pass rush, in terms of you know playing together, coverage and pass rush working together. Just uh, hasn't taken place uh, so far. So hopefully that is something that can you know rise to the occasion going forward. They're going to need it, um, especially the opponents that they have coming up. They have to get after the quarterback in better ways and and find ways to create those turnovers that they usually do and offensively. Just play smart football. That's all. That's all we need on offense. Just play smart. Don't turn it over. 
play smart, take care of the football, and and score when you have the opportunities to score. I agree. I mean, that's what Topai Topacio said. You mm-hmm. got to play smarter. It's scheming your guys up, right? I mean, he even said here, Evans needs to be quicker on his routes. Takes too long to expect the ball. Because what is the route they're asking him to run? If he runs a quick slant, he's going to get it. I've seen literally, we've been on the field when he's run quick slants and caught, got touchdowns. Or what is his, his, um, what is it? What is it where he does the end around? Not end around. Um, the hell's a route that Adam Humphreys ran all the time. Quick end and go bust it back out. Uh, like a wham route. Wheel route. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he can run these routes. Are they asking him to do it? No, you can't blame a player when they're not being asked to do something. So it's not just a player. It's not just the coaches working together, mm-hmm. finding the, the good marriage between the two. And right now it's not happening. <laughs> Defensively, a lot of it is lack of secondary help because of all the injuries. And then, yeah, fast rush gets there sometimes. Secondary sh- shits the bed next time. So a lot of it's inconsistencies on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, you could just sum it up as just a, a very bad performance. That's what it, that's what it was yeah. uh, yesterday. And I'm sure when we go back and watch the tape, we're going to be like, man, this is disgusting. I want to throw up somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's got to be better. Um, and going forward, and you look at the schedule, you know, obviously coming up with New York Giants and a, a team that always gives us, you know, a tough time. Uh, and, and we're playing, you know, Monday night, I guess the bonus is it is at home, uh, where we have been great so far, you know, we're undefeated there and playing pretty strong. So I don't know. We'll see, uh, again, another team that we should beat. not very good football team, you know, defensively, they have some playmakers, obviously offensively. Yeah. They'll probably get some yards. I'm sure, <laughs> but it's a, it's another team that we should take advantage of and, you know, get back into the win column. What's scary is they're coming off a bye. Yep. <laughs> so they've they've had two weeks to study us, see what two teams have done to beat us. They probably have Saquon Barkley coming back. Right. Um, good receivers. Good receivers. Tony's getting better every damn game. They almost beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They're not a terrible team. They just don't know how to put it all together. Right. And the Bucks right now are looking like a fizzling team that doesn't know what the hell's going on. That's a problem, and yeah. it could be a, a bad combination. The fact that we're playing primetime Monday night, but it's on the Bucks' pressure because oh my gosh, is this going to be a losing streak? Yeah. Do they mature up? Where's the leadership? Like a lot of people say, who is it? Is it Brady's going to stand up, yell at them? Is BA going to put his foot down, say you lack discipline? <laughs> like what's going to happen? And this is a a big game. Where do you put up or shut up? I mean, I, it's. Sadly, this is what it's come to. This is a big decision game. Mm-hmm. Either either way, and then anyway, look at it because it's a team that should be playoff bound. Can they get there again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you're. Let's see, we got eight games left. Um, so obviously, you got you know you got some tough games coming up that got to get back on track and, and start winning some games and and you know hopefully get healthy, get some guys back and peak at the right time going into the playoffs um but everyone's got to get back on the same page it seems like there was some type of disconnect i don't know if it was something went wrong during obviously after the saints game and during the saints game and then it just continued 
uh, against Washington. So main thing is I think the penalties that's got to cut it out. Yeah. It's, it's got to stop. It's just hurting this team way too much, especially the pre-snap penalties where guys are jumping off sides, false starts, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's got to end. Um, that just can't happen. You watch the football before you move, you know, football goes, you move. Don't try to anticipate the snap counter and all that stuff. You know, they teach you that in peewee. Yeah. I mean, so, some of it is annoying. Like, like the, the pass interference call, I don't know if it's pass interference or holding that got Washington at the one yard line. Bullshit right. call. I mean, it's yeah. uncatchable. Nowhere near the guy, but it flag easy touchdown. Yeah, the ball was like in the first row of the stands, yeah. and they called a flag. So, and like, yeah. so some of that I can see as a fan, you get pissed off, and it's not warranted. But some of the other ones, like OJ, what the hell are you doing? Pre-snap, it should never happen, never happen. And we can't keep blaming and pointing fingers. It's got to be a cumulative. Of what happens if it? It's one touchdown. Okay, it shouldn't be thirteen zero. That's my biggest thing. Shouldn't be in a down in a hole this bad, on the road specifically too. Take care of the ball on the road. You want to be reckless, do that at home <laughs> but where you actually at least have the backbone of your, your team and the stands helping you out. Like don't do this shit on the road. I, I just don't get what's going on sometimes on the, on the bucks heads. It's bucks beating bucks a lot of the damn time. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, and, you know, I'm watching the game yesterday. I'm like, what, who is this team? Is this 2014, 2015, 2016 all over again? Like, what are we doing? So, yeah, it's it's just got to be cleaned up, and guys got to get focused. I mean, there's way too many lapses going on. Uh, but with that said, I mean, as we talked about earlier, offense, defense, special teams, got to start playing together and play complementary football. Uh, again, this is Real Bucks Talk. We are brought to you by Bucks Report and also the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michael Plus. Join, as always, Mark Ramirez. We appreciate everyone watching and in the chat as well. We appreciate all the comments and questions. Can't do this without you guys. Yeah. Again, guys, I love all the hot takes. We're never arguing with you guys. Like the thing is you guys bring valid points, valid concerns. Everyone feels this way. We just try and bring our opinions may not always be right, but we try and back it up with video evidence by coaches 22, which we hope you guys like. And if you see something in there that we don't see, let us know in the comments. Let us know here. I mean, this is the fun part of Bucks football. It may be emotional at times, but it's getting level-headed and seeing how can we get better. How can we see ourselves right now as fans? How are we? How can we get better and see it come to fruition by the coaches coaching what they're supposed to damn do and then the players executing on the field? Because that was something funny that I was talking with Robert Green about. It's uh, that players win, coaches lose. That's the big thing you always hear. I mean, Tom Brady won a lot. If Belichick messed up, it was on coaching. What's going on right now? Everyone wants all the coaches to get fired. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. pretty much what happens, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, I would not fire the coaches at all. Todd Bowles has spurts where he's unbelievable. Everyone says he, he draws some things up. You, you can't believe it. Let them get healthy. Let them start coming together. Offensively, Lefwich needs to pick something up out of his ass mm -hmm. and figure out how to use these guys. Let, let it be short game, middle game, then we get over top. Right. But you don't always have to be looking one thing and stay consistently at it. You got to be able to get diverse, 
multiple and, and variable looks. No, I completely agree. Um, and, you know, there's good points. Obviously, you know, Danny talking about, you know, missing the speed of, you know, Antonio Brown and Scotty Miller. Sure, that that does, you know, help create more separation in the middle of the field uh, when you have guys that are, you know, taking safeties away from the play, stretching the field in that in that aspect. But at the same time, these coaches know who are on the field, so they should understand, okay, this guy can do this. That other guy can do that. Let's, let's try to, you know, design and game plan around that. So these guys can be more successful. Um, so really that's what we talked about when, yeah, this offense really shouldn't miss Gronk or AB that much. Like you should be able to, you know, still produce and still score, um, at a necessary level, uh, to help this team win. I mean, Danny, I, I know you're a huge Brady fan. We all are. <laughs> Brady is what it takes to win, but it's a team game at the end of the day. The team has to work together to win games. So I'm with you. I love him. He won an immediate Super Bowl, and he is the GOAT. But we got to get the team to go together. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wish we had that meme that you that you sent earlier. We should put that in the chat. It's hilarious. Which one? The one with uh, oh. Bane, Bane and Batman. That was great. Brady fans versus Bucks fans, and that's yeah, awesome. Well, I do want to play this because this is something that everyone needs to see. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. Oh no! There's no audio. Yeah, that's my fault. Then <laughs> it's okay. I crapped the bed. But if you haven't seen it yet, go to Real Bucks Talk on Twitter. Check it out. It's just a funny thing I put up before the the halftime, and it was I was hoping BA would say this in his halftime uh, locker room talk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, more defensively. I mean, we already talked our heads off about the offense. Defensively, biggest takeaway weaknesses. Yeah, biggest takeaway for for the defense is just the pass rush. It's just not, and I don't know how many sacks we have on the year so far, but the pass rush from certain guys that usually are getting the sacks they're just not producing and i know jpp uh you know has the uh torn uh rotator cuff and that i don't know why he he's just (laughs) he's not human but i just don't understand why they're not rotating more joe tryon again only had 19 snaps this past game utilize these guys especially in pass rush situations when you when you know it's third and long get that speed on the field. I mean, he can make a difference, especially when, you know, a guy is a scrambler. We've seen it. He can run plays. He can run guys down. So, yeah, a lot of these guys need to step up. Shaq and Dominican Sue even. Vita Vea needs to get off blocks. Will Golston, you know, needs to do some things. Like, got to be better up front as a collective unit. And I don't really see, like, the... um the the pass rush games that they used to play there's no like twist or stunts really i haven't really seen that lately so a lot of that's got to change going forward i mean we say it a lot it's utilizing your guys right mm-hmm. Devin white needs to be used a lot more in, in blitz pick or blitz blitz packages get creative with them they rushed them off the edge at times and they gap at others i want more of that use them as best ability don't make them think let them go mm-hmm. And then 
when you want to get creative, then drop him back. When he's on the line, then he fades back. Don't force him to stay back and cover. Even though they for, they ask him to cover 25 yards deep. It's crazy. But, I mean, to me, they just need to get healthy. There were a lot of plays that were like bang, bang. Uh, defensively, mm. and, tackle. Simple. Yeah. Tackle. Yeah. That's the biggest thing to me on our defense. Yeah. Got to tackle. I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say that Anthony Nelson sack was actually genius. They actually did scheme that up really nice. They had Devin yeah. White blitz. He took on the blocker. And Anthony Nelson was free to get to the quarterback. So it's stuff like that that I want to see more where they're scheming these guys to get free and create pressure. Um, and they've done it at times and their guys just miss, uh, which has to stop too. Um, so that's that's why, you know, Mark talks about tackling. It's got to be better. Yeah, but guys, I'm going to leave you off to plus right now. My baby boy is going crazy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let him take the next five or so minutes. Again, guys, thank you very much for everything you guys bring to our show. I'm sorry I'm leaving early, but there will be more content. Don't you worry. Well, on that plus, take it away. I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good, man. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, you know, obviously, Mark has goats in with his own Brady. Uh, but, you know, overall, this this game, you know, the offense just I, personally, I just didn't think it was good enough defensively. Uh, yeah, they got to get off the field uh, better and, and, and be better, you know, going forward. So um, just a lot of things got to clean up. So, guys, uh, let me just go through the chat here again. I appreciate all you uh, support. Um, let me just run through the uh, comments. Yeah, I mean, Shaq, like you said, TB12, it's got to play better. Um Discipline, I think that's the biggest issue. Discipline needs to be uh, more on point and more focused uh, from the team overall. Um, pass rush, yep. Uh, try on. Yeah, I don't know why they're putting him in goal line situations. I, I think you got to utilize him as a third down pass rusher um, for now until he builds into his body uh, and, and starts putting on that that weight that's needed. Um. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big part of it too. Got to get healthy, uh, like you said, TB twelve. I I think that that will definitely help. Um. Yeah, a lot of tackles from Levante and Devin White. Uh, I just don't think. Uh, I they made more splash plays, but there's still a lot of opportunities out there that were missed. Um, but they did. You know, obviously that's great production. Um, and we need that from them. They have to be all-star type of players, um, especially in this type of scheme. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is uh, pretty wild. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been held off the field like that um, for that amount of time. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. Um, but guys, any anything else, anything, last comments, uh, bring it in. I'll stay here for a couple more minutes. Uh, really just, you know, what we talked about so far offensively, it's just got to be better execution, uh, smarter going forward, scheme, coaching, all that stuff has to gel and, and come together. Uh, so that that's a big point going forward defensively. I think it's pass rush and tackling. Uh, and obviously the whole team as, as a whole penalties have to just stop. Like they just can't, you know, keep on going like they are. Uh, so that's gotta, that's gotta end. Uh, for sure. 
Um, uh, no, you guys are welcome. Yeah, no problem. No, I appreciate it, Danny. We do this because of you guys. Um, so it's, it's a big thank you. And, you know, tell your friends about us, uh, tell them to go subscribe to real bucks talk. We appreciate it. We're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So please, you know, if you got bucks for, uh, fans that are your friends, you know, tell them about us. That's, that's going to help us the most. Um, obviously give us a like, um, to this video and also subscribe if you haven't, it's a big help. Uh, so please, you know, spread the word about us. That will give us even more, um, you know, going forward and, and allow us to provide, you know, more content for you guys. Um, yes, Edward. Thank you, man. Uh, Danny. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they have to just be better as far as their creativeness and making sure guys are in the right spot. Um, six O lineman. Yeah. Gronk. He's a great blocker. He is that for sure. Um, yeah, next week at home on Monday Night Football, it, it should be a big win. Um, definitely. Uh, Saints had a chance to come up, and they, yeah, yeah, I think the Saints are going to going to struggle uh, the rest of the year. Uh, that quarterback and the offense is going to kind of hold them back. I think offensively, teams are figuring them out on defense. So I think they're going to struggle to uh, end the season. Um, oh, that's awesome, Jared. I uh, hope the homework's going well. Hope it's not too bad. I remember those days. Um, but yeah, with that said, guys, uh, anything else? I think I'm going to jump off here. I think we covered it pretty much all. Um, I know it sucks to talk about another loss um i think we've been kind of spoiled you know especially last year winning the super bowl and then you know this year with a great start so we just expect a lot from this team and as we should it's a very talented team and they should be able to um, be one of the top teams going forward in the league all right well with that said guys thank you so much again this is real bucks talk presented by bucks report and the pigskin podcast network Thank you all who joined us in the chat. Appreciate the comments. Uh, if you can, please give us a like. Subscribe if you haven't. Let us know your comments on, on the show. And uh, much appreciated. And with that said, we'll see you next time. All right, go Bucks.